Good morning and welcome to the pop-up thought. I'm Rick Vorberg and every morning I write a meditation to start the day with. Today with the title. The text itself doesn't help. Pop-up thought on Thursday, April 30, 2020. It has always been said to all those Christian children, as long as you read the Bible. And they were were spread endlessly. They were smuggled through customs to different countries. They were endless sponsor gifts spread in hotels all over the world. It could be that you're somewhere and you haven't got your Bible on you. Nice and handy. Or actually the thought is, of course, you sit somewhere, you start reading, and then you will see the light. But is that really going to happen? Do these, does, it, does the reading of these old texts work in itself? I mean, I do it every morning, reading some fragments as they are read in Catholic churches. But it doesn't mean those texts work on their own. They do call that, that collection of 66 books, the Bible, a collection of poems, songs, prophecies, biographies, historical documents, ahistorical documents and more. They call it the Word of God. But of course that's not the case. It was never meant to be like that. I mean, they are at most uh, the impression, the poetic reflections, the, the crater holes maybe of people who met the word of God somewhere and lived with it. I can understand that in some cultures the book itself is sacred as a kind of symbol, that in some liturgies the book itself is kissed. But that's all derived value. It's not in the texts. They are dead in themselves. At least I think so. Maybe that's why you find so little of the actual Bible reading in these fragments I'm writing. Maybe that Bible reading is only interesting if it's passed through someone, if it's connected to a person who reads it, or lives it, or tries to do so, if it's in some sensible way connected to reality. With the the text itself, you can do anything you want. Some beautiful things, or very ugly things, very nonsensical things too. I came to this thought because of reading about... Uh, one of the servants of the great queen of Ethiopia in the reading of the day. He's on the way back from Jerusalem. He's bought a scroll there. He's reading it on the way back and then this happens. Philip, one of the pupils of Jesus, had gone there. He heard him read the prophet Isaiah. He asked him, do you understand what you're reading? But the Ethiopian answered, How could I do that if no one is helping me? He invited Philip in to get in and sit with him. How could I do that, understanding it, if no one is helping me? It's a nice hook to connect to what I've been seeing for a long time. That it's not the text itself, but the credible interpreter who can initiate you into the text. I wouldn't invite anyone who wants to get acquainted with Christian faith to read that Bible. It's possible, but it's like giving someone who wants to learn to make, a mu- to make music a violin and a bow and say, have fun. 
How many of them will end up having fun in that instrument? Maybe you go and listen to violin music together, look for bands, orchestras, soloists who play that instrument in a cool way. Look for simple exercises, develop love for the way that instrument is put together. Then maybe we'll get somewhere. And even then, still wait and see. Same with those old bi biblical texts. They are more complicated than the violin and there are many who make very ugly music with it, in a very noisy way, and who say that this is how it should be, that this is the only way of explanation, that this is working with the text and in interpretation. Sometimes you just have to look very carefully for someone who knows how to elicit beautiful tones from these texts. But when you found them, they're worth a lot. Those I found in the past, Shane Claiborne, Brian McLaren, Stanley Hauerwas, and many others, they turned out in, on, in, in their turn to feel like little boys to others who had inspired them. Through them I became acquainted with others who read and interpreted the texts in very inspiring ways. The text itself is of no use to anyone. It's always been about the embodiment. Who's putting flesh and bones to these old texts? The word of God is not black and white and it's not on paper. It is the man of Nazareth, and then embodied in many others. The letters written could only refer to it. It's interesting enough, but it won't be enough on its own. So far, so good this morning. I wish you a lot of inspiring interpreters and a very good Thursday. And peace and all good. <laughs>